our seats as the choir come forward. The choir is going to be ministering to us in a song, and I want you to look unto God as that word, that song goes forward. Whatever expectation you have from God, and believe that the God that you serve, with Him, Hallelujah. nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. And He's going to do that which concerns you in Jesus' name. Listen and be blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3.20, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to His power that's working in us already. Hallelujah. God's hand will reach you today. God's breath will come upon you today. Amen. Whatever be the challenge that you came into this sanctuary with, we agree together, it shall drop off you now. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. so shall it be. Hallelujah. Exceedingly Abundantly Above Hey Oh you could ask of me According to The power The worketh you That's what he said he will do. Hey, don't talk about it. He's got no more.
that indeed great is your faithfulness great is your faithfulness great is your faithfulness we worship you this morning we bless your name we give you all the glory that only you deserve we exalt you we magnify your name father i know you are here already I commit you this afternoon to speak to us in your own way, to minister to every one of us in our own unique way, and to prove yourself as a faithful God. Thank you because we know you will do it. Lord, use me for your glory this afternoon, and let your name alone be glorified. Bless every one of us. To the glory of your name. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You can please take your seat. Choir, God bless you. Thank you. The faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God. Lamentation 3, 22 to 26. Lamentation 3, please open your Bible, please. Let's not depend on this screen only. The Bible is meant for you as you read it. The Holy Spirit is revealing something to you and you are marking it. And that's your own word each time you read the word of God. That's a word for you in his word each time you read it. If only you will pay attention to it. Lamentation 3, 22 to 26. Oh, it's talking about the faithfulness of our God. Verse 22 says, It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Despite all that the devil wanted to happen to you and I. Despite all the challenges that you have gone through. Despite all the troubles that looks like you are not going to make it to the month of May. But here you are in the month of May. Just by his mercy. So because his compassion, his love, his kindness, his benevolence. Fail it not. When you read this same verse in New Living Translation, instead of his compassion, he said, His faithful love, the faithful love of the Lord, never hangs. This same verse, ESV put it in that song that we just did. He has been said, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. In Message Bible, it said, God's loyal love. Wonderful. Who is God loyal to? <laughs> the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The one that decreed a thing and no man can change it. 
But the Bible said God's loyal love couldn't have run out. It is impossible. Why are we saying this? Verse 23. Because they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. His mercy, his compassion, his kindness, his love, his loyalty unto us, his steadfastness, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Is somebody here you probably so that we'll be able to identify ourselves? To you, God has not been faithful. Can you just wave your hand and identify yourself? You think God has not been faithful in one area or the other. So that the rest of us will pray for you first before we go ahead. <laughs> Praise God. That you are here today is the faithfulness of God. Many that are better than you, they're already in the grave. They're smarter than you and high. They have degrees more than you and high. Many of them have money more than you and high. They have influence more than you and high. But yet, they are no more. Verse 24. The Lord is my, the Lord is my portion. Set my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Not because of what anybody says or they don't say. Not because of what is happening around me, notwithstanding. Not because of what I have been asking for and it seems not asking, coming forth. He said, the Lord is my portion, said my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him. Let me tell your neighbor, the Lord is good unto them. That wait for him. To the soul that seeketh him. So the question is, have you been waiting on him? Or you are quitting on him? The Lord is good unto them that wait for him. To the soul that seeketh him. Verse 26. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait. You both hope, you have faith that your prayer will be answered and you quietly what? For the salvation, the deliverance, the recovery, the answers prayer that comes from the Lord. The old record in the Bible, when you read it from, from Genesis to Revelation, Confirm the fact that our God is ever faithful. Especially to his children. David said, I've been young. Now I am old. I've never what? He will never forsake you. That is the God you have to serve. In addition... The testimony of you and I and everyone that has lived after the Bible era is a demonstration of the faithfulness of God. Even the devil knows that God is faithful. He went to Job. God went to God. 
The devil went to God. Say, have you not seen God? Say, have you not seen my? My servant Job, the one that is righteous, faithful, living a holy life. The devil said, I know. I know. Well, because of this, that's why he's able to enjoy it. Okay, let's go and try him. I said, okay, go ahead. But at the end, God proved his faithfulness. Concerning your case, God will prove his faithfulness in the name of Jesus. Look at Psalm 89 verse 1. Say, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations, including your generation. As a song we sing like that, exact word. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing. I will sing, I will sing, I will sing, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord with my mouth, with my mouth. We like make known thy faithfulness, thy faithfulness with my mouth. Oh Lord, we like make known thy faithfulness through all generations. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. I'm prompted to share this with you now. Please, as this message go ahead, whatever it is you are trusting God for, be looking unto it. God is going to do something wonderful this morning. Amen. 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 By any human standard, I should be flying by now to Canada. I went to the booking place yesterday to change my flight because I had to go as soon as possible to Calgary. But I know I've made a commitment with God and whatever I would do, it is God first. I could have called pastor yesterday, pastor please, someone helps me to take this message. I need to go. And when I got to the booking place, the flight place, there was seat for me to travel yesterday night. And the next seat is only Saturday. No seat today. But because I've made that commitment that before the family, it is God. That's why I know there is somebody God wants to bless in this meeting. Please don't miss it. I did not tell you that 
story to impress anybody, but just to make you not to miss what God wants to do for you. Praise God. Some of the various things that our God is ever faithful to do for his children. I'm going to go through them quickly. I'm sure you know them, but just to increase your faith this morning. Now, what are those things that God is truly faithful to do for me? Number one, God is ever faithful to answer all your prayers. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say unto you, what soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Psalm 62, verse 5. Psalm 65, verse 2. Psalm 65, verse 2. Oh, that thou that hear a prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Now, I know somebody is here that know quite well that there are things you have gotten from God that you never prayed for. Do you pray to build? Do you pray to be able to hit? Somebody is being fed in our spiritual. Do you pray to even get that protection when the enemy wanted to attack you in the night and you are busy snoring? Numerous things that God does for you and I in his faithfulness that you don't even pray for. Number two. God is ever faithful to fulfill all his promises for you. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandment to thousands generations. And Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. As he said it and shall he not do it? Or as he spoken, shall he not make it good? Our God remains faithful to Father Abraham and Sarah. But these people, they went for the self-initiated alternative to the promise of God. You see that in Genesis 12, 2 to 3. You see the promise of God to them. And in Genesis 15, 4, after they have had their own alternative, Ishmael, God said, okay, you've done your own, but my promise still stands. Isaac is still coming. 2 Timothy 2, 13. If we believe not, yet he abided for faithful. 2 Timothy 2.13, if we believe not, that's talking about your doubt, yet God abided faithful, he cannot deny himself. <laughs> I prophesied to somebody here this morning, when Jesus got to that tomb of Lazarus, as he was walking, 
The Bible says Mary and Martha, they have lost all hope. They never believed Jesus could do it. But Jesus disregarded their doubt. God will overrule your doubt and will fulfill his promises in your life in the name of Jesus. The Bible says Sarah laughed. God said this time next year, you will carry Isaac. Sarah laughed. But God canceled. God disregarded that laughter. The doubt could not stop God. Could not make God change his mind. That which you are doubting, that can God still do this? That which you are listening with your, with your brain, that can God still do it? That your doubt will not be able to Make God change his mind concerning that promise. In the name of Jesus. Number three. He is faithful to meet all your needs. Philippians 4.19. We all know that. And Psalm 84 verse 11. For the Lord God is a son and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. Number four, I'm going to go fast so that I want you to note it down. I don't want to do this message two days, no. Because God wants to deliver something to somebody this morning. Number four, he is ever faithful to fulfill all the dreams and visions he has given you. What is that dream God has given you? It may be years ago. It may even be where you are, you are not yet born. And they share the vision with you that this is your destiny. And you are pursuing that dream. And it's not coming to pass. Look at Habakkuk 2, 2 to 3. Say, and the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. It's yet for what? An appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. God gave Joseph a wonderful dream. That was even too big for Joseph to believe. That how will my father and my mother be bowing for me? That dream was too big for Joseph. But he just believe it, that I know this God. He, he has given me this promise. But you know what happened? After the wonderful dream. From the dream, with coat of many colors, to the pit. From the pit, to where? To slavery. From slavery to where? To prison. But when it was God's appointed time, he found himself in palace. That palace God has ordained for you. I don't know your own palace. It may be that new job that God is promising you. It may be that new place that God is saying you, is going to take you to. God will take you there in the name of Jesus. Oh, we don't have time for stories this morning. I wish I can share one story with you. Let's go ahead. God is ever faithful. To set you free from any yoke or bondage of the enemy that you have. I say, no, I'm not under any oppression. I will show you. 
In Luke 13, 11 to 13, there was a woman, a woman walking like this. He could, not, he could not walk straight. The Bible says he was bent over. What is that? Sickness. So see what the Bible calls it. In verse 11, Luke 13, 11. And behold, there was a woman which had what? He had what? Spirit of infirmity. So that sickness is a spirit. It's a bondage from the devil. That sickness is a spirit. It's a spirit of infirmity. How many years? And was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed. From what? Thy sicknesses. So that sickness is an arrow from the pit of hell. And God is declaring concerning that sickness. You are loosed in the name of Jesus. I decree you are set free in the name of Jesus. Verse 13. And he laid his hand on her and immediately she was made straight. That shall be your testimony. Before you leave this auditorium, that infirmity will fly away in the name of Jesus. God is ever faithful, number six, to make the impossible situation become possible. Lazarus was dead for four good days. John 11. And when Jesus stepped in, that impossible situation was made possible. For Virgin Mary to conceive, no science can prove it. I know today they do implants, sperm implant, right? But there was no implant by any doctor, by any medical practitioner, but Mary got pregnant because God made impossible possible. Mark 10, 27, and Jesus looking upon them said, with men it is impossible, but with God, for with God all things are possible. Number seven, God is ever faithful to deliver his children from hopeless situation. Hopeless situation. Many of us, we are at a stage that your contract here being renewed is an hopeless situation to you, but not to God. Your sickness is an hopeless situation. They've told you, no, according to the medical report, sorry, this is the way you're going to live for the rest of your life. So you already accepted that hopeless situation. Isaiah 43, 19. This is good news God is having for you. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In 2 Kings 4, 1 to 7. We saw the story of a woman called the wife, the widow of a prophet. What an irony. A prophet with death. The man died. Even the church could not pay. <laughs> the church could not pay. The people, the man of God have a ministry to, they could not pay. So they left the woman. Go. Your husband is dead. You go. We don't need you. I only, we only need the anointing. The anointing is gone. You go. How I many of us, we treat families of men of God like that. 
If you are in that category, you better change your mind. And you treat families of men of God like that. You only need the anointing from the man. But his family, no, they are too separating. Sorry, it's not. If you don't respect that family, you cannot tap from the grace and the life of that man. This woman, the Bible says, the people that the husband hold said, okay, the collateral your husband gave us is your two sons will be turned to what? Slaves. Is that hopeless or not? <laughs> there is nothing as hopelesser if there's anything like that. <laughs> anyway, it should be there's nothing more hopeless than that. But this woman knew where to go to. She went to the man of God. And before you know it, that hopeless situation was turned around. I see that hopeless situation in your life turning around for your good in the name of Jesus. God is ever faithful to promote. Go and look at the story of Mordecai. Mordecai was promoted when he was not actually looking for the promotion. Promotion came to meet Mordecai. And it was his enemy. God used what? To promote him. God will embarrass your enemy. In the name of Jesus. When the wife of Potiphar was saying, yes, I threw this guy in the prison. I threw him in prison. This man, I don't understand that. You have to enjoy yourself, man. This man, this Joseph, doesn't know you have to enjoy yourself. Who is looking at you? He's telling me I will not offend God. Where is God? God was looking at the woman. I will display this woman. That is God speaking. When the woman saw Joseph going to prison, he said, yes, I've sent, her to, sent him to prison. Before you know it, the table turned. Anyway, the Bible did not tell her whether <laughs> Joseph, it will have to be today. <laughs> or probably in those days, and today it will not happen. Let's, let's, let's just assume what jo- Joseph would have done. Let's just assume. But he didn't do that. Even his own brothers that sold him to slavery. What did he do? He said, God sent you to do this for me so that I can be here. God does not like revenge. But, I can assure you, you are trusting God for promotion. I don't know the type of promotion you are trusting God for. The type of change of levels you are trusting God for. I see God taking you to that level and even beyond in the name of Jesus. For promotion comes not from the west, it's not from the east, not from the south, but it comes from where? From above. And he alone that can promote will promote you in the name of Jesus. God is ever faithful to make the barren fruitful, no matter the number of years or the medical report. You all know that. Only that we find it difficult to, to believe it. It's ever faithful. It is recorded throughout the whole Bible. No woman named Barren died without a child, except the one that rebuked and disregarded the anointing of God upon David. So, which means the fact that you are in the house of God and you have made up your mind not to disregard the anointing of God, not to 
to make light of the grace of God upon your husband, upon people that are serving God. God is committed to make you not to die barren. In the name of Jesus. You know the story of Sarah? 25-year promise. It came to pass. You know the story of Hannah? Anna had, not only that she was barren, she had a, a nagging, a frustrating partner. Or how do you call it now? Second wife. Say, Penina, we, we, we make life difficult for this woman. But when it was time to do it, God changed the story. I said, God changed the story. Amen. The Lord will change that story of barrenness to fruitfulness for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. God is ever faithful to heal from all kinds of sicknesses. Exodus 15, 26. And said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and we do that which is right in his sight, and we give ear to his commandment, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases. Who is saying that? Your God. I will put none of the diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptian. For I am the Lord that does what? Until that day. God is ever faithful to keep holy and preserve to the very end. Now, brother was praying that pray for grace to be holy. You know the actual fact is that grace is already released unto you. It's you that need to obey. That prayer is to help you to what? To obey. Because if you don't obey, you pray from now till tomorrow. Sorry, you can't be holy. Holiness is nothing, forget the theologians. Holiness is what? Obedience to what? God's instruction. That is holiness. Everything God has said you should do, you obey it, you'll be what? Holy. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not steal. Love your neighbor. You do all those? Ah. You'll be holy. First Thessalonians 5, 23 to 24. God is ever faithful, the twelfth one. Is ever faithful to correct and discipline us in love. And this is the area that many of us we are in. But we are struggling to agree with God. That this is the reality. That can God make me to go through this? Yes. Why not? God is ever faithful to correct and to discipline. Look at this. In Psalm 119 verse 75. Psalms 119 verse 75. I know, O Lord, that thy judgment are right. Can you project it please? Psalms 119 verse 75. Are we there? I know, O Lord, that thy judgment are right, and that thou in faithfulness as what? <laughs> Do you believe that? In his faithfulness, he allows you to go through things that are not palatable for you. In his faithfulness, 
So when you say God is faithful, you know what it means? In his faithfulness, he allows you to pass through some things that you are asking questions, but God, why? You have been praying since January. God, this is not happening. You, you have seen somebody else testifying about it. In his faithfulness. In Psalms 105, verse 19, look at something. Psalm 105, verse 19. I told you about your dream, right? We have it good. Until the time came to fulfill his dreams. What happened? What happened? Until the time came to fulfill his dream, the Lord tested Joseph's character. Which version do you have there? The Lord did what? He tested Joseph's character until the time for his dream to be fulfilled. This is talking about the context of this chapter. When you read it before, it was talking about what happened to Joseph. So this translation does, did not capture Joseph in it. Until it was time for him to fulfill his dream, God tested Joseph. All true. And thank God Joseph did not fail God. Can you imagine if Joseph went to commit adultery with that woman? Will he ever find himself in palace? She will become the slave of the woman. He will have become the slave of the woman. Hebrews 12, 6 to 11. This will help somebody. I'm just going to read through it. Hebrews 12, 6 to 11. Please give me New Living Translation. New Living Translation. Somebody needs to see it and see the God that you serve. What he can do in his, in his faithfulness. Okay. Hebrews 12, 6 to 11. For the Lord disciplined those... He what? Does God love you? You know it. You believe it? Or you want to change your mind now? <laughs> For the Lord disciplined those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. So you have no way to escape. Except you say, I'm no longer a child of God. He punishes each one he accepts as his child. You are hearing the truth now. The truth of the scripture. People that tell you, okay, once you get born again, all, everything will just be smooth. Sorry. <laughs> Verse 7. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father. So if you claim God is your father, get ready for discipline. In his faithfulness. Verse 8. If God doesn't discipline you, if God doesn't discipline you as he does to all his children, it means that you are illegitimate and not really his child at all. <laughs> it's a hard word to swallow, right? But if you feel everything just means smooth, you better go. Am I really born again? God. You better go and ask God. God, am I really born again? Everything just means smooth. Go and check yourself. You are just living in sin. Like Ephraim. God has left you. Ephraim has joined himself to what? To hide up. Leave him alone. 
Verse 9, since we respected our earthly father who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirit and live forever? Verse 10, for our earthly father disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always what? Please read it. God's discipline is always what? Good for us in his faithfulness. So that we might share in his holiness. That's what we're talking of. Sin is sweet. No, you just commit adultery for five minutes. It's sweet, right? You are, it's as if you are, you are at the top of the world. Sin is sweet, right? When God said you want to commit that sin, uh, sorry, thou shalt not commit fornication. That is the discipline that will help you to be what? Holy. You want to do it. Your bodies want to do it. Or say, no, I will not do it because Jesus said it. God said I should not do it. That is the discipline we are talking of. That you become what? Holy. Because you obey the divine instruction. Verse 11. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. Do you see that? No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It is painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. That is why we're talking of God is ever faithful to correct, to discipline us in love. But do you know what? The way he disciplines, you are not the one to determine it. Your own discipline is different from mine. Your own discipline may be okay, you get married, okay? You have to wait some time because I want to strengthen you. And so people get married, the first night, pregnancy. <laughs> but some people get married, no, sorry, you have to wait. I need to, I need to make you to chew bones because if I give you this child, you will backslide. If I send you to a man, Earlier than when I did, ah, you will be in the world. If I allow you to go to where that place you are praying for, if God has allowed you to go to that place, you will, many of us will are backsliding. Many of us, if you have money more than what you have in your bank account today, ah, we will not see you in church now. We will not see you in church now. You will be flying from Paris to London to UK to this and be looking for what you have not lost. Many will even be in bear parlor. That's the truth. If you have money more than what you have in your bank account today, many will be in bear parlor now. I'll give an example. And you all know it. That God will only answer your prayers at his own appointed time. Not your own time. But that time, only him knows. And that's why you need to wait. Ecclesiastes 3, 11. He had made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has said the word in their hearts so that no man can find out the work of God, the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end, in his own time. That is why the waiting period of every one of us is different. Your own might be immediate. You pray, you get the answer immediately. And I will share this secret with you. 
Many of us will experience it. If you just, quit, you just gave your life to Jesus, ah, you enjoyed the best of your Christian life. Can somebody be a witness? Before you finish prayer, what happened? The answer come. Every week you'll be sharing testimony. <laughs> but by the time God is seeing that, yes, you are now getting what's stronger, they will begin to throw what? Big challenges to you that will help you to pray real hard. That is how to make the great man out of you. Because he is a loving father. One thing is sure, God is ever faithful to fulfill all he has promised concerning you and your family. We have a good news for you. It is too late for you to quit on God. You know why? Because the time you have spent from that promise till now is more than the remaining time. So no smart man will quit on God. Did you hear that? The time we have spent from that time when God gave you that promise up till now is far, far more than that the remaining time. So don't quit on God. God knows what he is doing concerning your case. Concerning your prayer, God is fully aware of what he's doing. Just hold on unto him. Now, quickly, I'm going to go through what are the strategies for surviving the waiting period. The strategies for surviving the waiting period. Number one, remain faithful to God in your service unto him. In your prayer, in your attending churches, in whatever you are doing for the Lord, don't stop or reduce because your prayers have not been answered. That is the worst thing you will ever do. You know this very well. With or without God. Oh, sorry. With or without you. With or without the answer to your prayers. God remains what? God. If you say today, I'm not going to come to church again. <laughs> Pastor, we ask after you. Will God miss you in heaven? God has billions of children. Billions. You are the one that needs him. Not him need you. You need to be aware of that. So in your waiting period, remain faithful in your service unto him. Job said, Job 14, 14, If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. I'm not going to give up on God. I will remain faithful in my service unto him. In Genesis 17, 1, after Abraham backslided, in his backsliding state, God came to Abraham, said, Abraham. And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be perfect. What does that mean? Please remain faithful to my commitment to you and your commitment to me. I gave you this promise. You didn't give me. I was the one that gave it to you. Play your own part. Remain faithful. Please stop playing games with God. Remain faithful in your service. And stop trying to help God. 
you are too little to help God. Just obey him. Just follow his instruction. Just remain faithful. He said you should pray. Then continue to pray until your joy be what? Full. Number two, continuously confess and remind yourself. Now this is very important. Continuously confess and remind yourself that God hears all your prayers and he will surely answer. As we pray, the Lord will answer. You need to remind yourself of that. In Micah 7, 7, Micah 7, 7, Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Can we have it on the screen? Somebody good. Thank you. Who will hear you? My God. But you have to do what? Wait. My God will hear me only if I wait. Number three. Strategy for surviving the waiting period. Put your total trust in God alone. Put your total trust in God alone. We know that. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Psalms 37, 7 to 8. Number four. Number four. Hold on to God's word and his promises. And by faith, continue to pray. That word God has shown you in his word. Don't lose focus of that word. Don't what? Lose focus of that word. Hold on unto that word. It's life unto you. Sammy said, uh, find your word. It is life unto me. I don't want to miss it. It's like gold. That word God has shown you, hold on unto it and begin to realize it in the hands of God. God, you said it and I believe it and I know that is settled. Hold on to his word. Psalm 130 verse 5. Hebrews 11, 11. Hold on to the word. Believe it. Confess it. Pray it and leave it until the physical manifestation. That's what it means. That what God has shown you, hold on to it, confess it, believe it, pray it, leave it physically until you physically see the answer to your prayers. Number five, give no room for alternatives and seek and do not seek after alternative. You know the story of Abraham. Now, just think for a while. Imagine this world without Ishmael. You know what that means? Terrorism, hatred, fake peace. This world without Ishmael. But because of alternative, Ishmael came. But yet, in his faithfulness, God remained faithful to his promise. But the error has been done. Don't regret your steps. The steps you take to, to get solution to your problem. And for the rest of your life, you live with the problem. Why? Hold on to God. Believe his word. He is more than able to keep his promise for you. Hebrews 12, 5. You can read that at home. Number 6. Now, this is good. I like this. Encourage others that are having the same challenge that you are having. 
Many of us are missing in this. We are, we are so self-conscious to the point that you don't even see what other people are struggling with to pray for them. You only look at your own, but remember the principle of giving. Whatever you sow is what you reap. Encourage others passing through the same problem you are in. That's one of the mighty weapons to get out of that problem. By the grace of God, I've been under the leadership of leaders that for 25 good years married no issue. And this man is a great man of God, organizing crusades for people trusting God for the fruit of the womb. And many are getting their children. And this pastor has been waiting for 25 years. In fact, this man is a gynecology. If you are in worry, you will know the man I'm talking of. A gynecology, if you are ever in a worry in Nigeria, you know him. He has maternity where he delivers. In fact, my, my, our first child was delivered in that hospital. And this man has the trusting God for the foot of the womb. And you will never see it in his service unto the Lord. Ever faithful, vibrant in his service. When God did it, he gave the first son and the second one. Eight twins. <laughs> That's the God that you serve. 25 years of waiting on God. And their, their, their life never represented somebody that is in sorrow. No. Continue to bless people everywhere. Job 42.10 And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friend. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Because what? He prayed for his friend. So if I were you, you want to be smart, you'll be looking for somebody having the same type of problem you have. And you go pray for them. And lastly, take step of faith towards your desires. Take step of faith towards your desires. You have been praying, yes. But what are the things you need to do by faith? Do you need to go and buy that baby things? Please go do it. Do you need to go for a certification to prepare for that promotion? Go do it. Do you need to go and be buying dressing, dresses for that new position you are trusting God for? Go do it. You need to read Read more so that you can pass. Go do it. What is that step you need to take that will show God you are truly ready for that miracle? Go ahead and do it. And finally, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Without doubt, waiting period is challenging. We all know that. And that is why we need the grace of God. But see the assurance God has given us. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there are no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But what? But what? But what? Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able to bear? So don't say, oh, oh I fell because I was not strong. No. If it is God, if you are truly on the side of God, you will never go through any challenge that is more than your level of faith. That is more than your level of capacity in the spirit. That's what God is saying. But we, with the temptation, also make a way to escape that ye may be able to what? Be it. He will make a way of escape. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. I prophesied to somebody, can we be on our feet this morning? 
that the grace that you need to go through your waiting period shall be released unto you in the name of Jesus. Before this year is over, you will sing Psalm 126 in the name of Jesus. You will sing that psalm in the name of Jesus. Your season of laughter, I hear by decree, is here in the name of Jesus. Somebody is here, you are not born again. There's no escape for you. Let's not deceive you. Because you are at the disposal of the devil. You need to change your location and be on the side of the Lord. If you are not born again, all you need to do is to give your life unto Jesus. How do you do it? Confess your sin unto him. Tell him how sorry you are about your sin and ask him to accept you as your Lord and personal Savior. Every eye is closed. Somebody is here, you are not born again. The Lord wants to help you. The Lord wants to accept you this morning. There is no escape for a sinner except the heart of forgiveness. There is no way of escape from the devil for a sinner except you ask for forgiveness. You will know you are not born again. You are committing sin at will without control. I want you to raise your hand to the Lord and I'll be praying with you. Are you there? You know you are not born again. Your life is not right with God. You are just managing it. You are up today, down tomorrow. Or somebody, you were a Christian before, but you see yourself, you are in a backsliding state. The fire is no longer there. You are struggling to do it. Today you fall, tomorrow you rise. Is your hand up? If your hand is up, be quiet and begin to pray that, Lord, please have mercy on me. Ask him to forgive you of all your sins. Tell him, God, I am sorry for all the things I have done. Accept me as your son. And promise him that you will never go back to those sins again. Now can I assure you, if you truly do that, you are now a child of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Two prayers are going to pray. Now, in Psalm 143, verse 1, the Bible says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give here to my supplication. In thy faithfulness, answer me. In thy righteousness. Why don't you go ahead and go to God? You can cry unto him if you want to. Just express yourself unto me, unto him. Say, God, you know this problem I'm going through. In your faithfulness, answer me, Lord. All these challenges in my life have brought them unto you. In your faithfulness, Lord, answer me. Somebody is praying that prayer. This is not the time for you to be doing something else. Crown to God. Anna came to church on that day. She went back because she did not miss her time. The Bible says she, she, she tabernacled with God and was crying out his heart, her heart unto God. Why don't you express yourself unto God concerning that challenges that you are going through? Say, Father, in your faithfulness, answer these prayers. In your faithfulness, take away this reproach. In your faithfulness, heal this sickness, oh God. In your faithfulness, Lord, turn my situation around. In your faithfulness, lift me up, oh my God. In your faithfulness, answer my prayers. I know you hear me, Lord. In your faithfulness, hear my prayers, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's join our hands together. Now, this is a prayer we're going to pray. Just make sure you are joining your hand with somebody. You know your challenges. Don't pray for yourself. I want you to pray for everyone in this church. 
you will mention your problem, your home problem, one by one. That Lord, everyone passing through this type of problem I'm going through. Lord, answer their prayers. Go ahead and pray that prayer. You are not praying for yourself. Pray for somebody going through the problem you are going through. Somebody that is trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Pray for that person, not for yourself. Say, Lord, everyone passing through these challenges I'm going through in this church, Lord, please answer their prayers. Jesus, answer the prayers of everyone trusting you for this type of miracles. Lord, answer the prayer of everyone trusting you for this type of miracles. Answer the prayers of everyone trusting you for every prayer point I've listed. Everyone trusting you for this type of miracle. Jesus, answer their prayers in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. If you were blessed, let's give a clap offering unto the Lord. Amen. Let's just take a moment to continue to thank God for His faithfulness. Time and again we have heard in multiple ways, in 12 different areas, God is faithful. Just thank God. There is no area that has not been covered. God is faithful in every area of our life, in my life and in yours. All we need to do is trust Him. Thank Him right now. Just thank Him because He has been faithful unto you. If anyone has moved away from God, it is you and me. It's time we returned to God. Stop creating your own strategies. You've heard the strategies. No alternate plans. Just remain faithful. Trust God and trust Him alone. Talk to God. Just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are a faithful God. Thank you, Lord, that today I can come unto you, praising you, worshiping you, knowing that I have a God who's, who lives. I have a God who loves. I have a God who disciplines me because he loves me. I have a God who is faithful to me despite me not being faithful. Talk to God, every one of us. Don't be silent. This is between you and God. Just talk to God. God is faithful. If there's one thing we need to know, God is ever faithful. Let's just grasp that. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 says this. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. That is God. That is our God. Wherever you turn in the Bible, it may be to different groups of people that these verses are mentioned. Apply it to yourself. Do not be afraid. God will never leave you nor forsake you. Don't ever think of giving up on God.
And remember, he is just a prayer away. All we need to do is say, God, here I am. And I have a problem. He is just a prayer away. I want to ask you a question. That was something that Pastor Lakin asked us. Are you a smart man and a smart woman? Who is not a smart person here? Because if you are a smart person, don't ever quit on God. That's it. Don't ever quit on God. Father, we thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that through your servant you have reminded us, Lord Father, that you are ever faithful. You are ever faithful to answer our prayers, Lord Father. You are ever faithful to keep the promises you gave us, Lord Father. Father God, you are ever faithful to meet us at our points of need, Lord Father. You are ever faithful, Lord Father, to change impossible situations into possibilities, Lord Father. Father God, we know, Lord, that there are so many areas that you have been so faithful to us, Lord Father. We have taken you for granted. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, when we think that we have done it of our own, Lord Father. Forgive us, Lord, when we have not thanked you enough, Lord Father. But Father God, thank you for reminding us once again, Lord, that you are there with us. You will never leave us nor forsake us. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will continue to impress in our hearts, Lord Father, these nuggets of truth, Lord Father, that we will hold on to, Lord Father, and live the life that we have on this earth, Lord Father. Lives of victory, Lord Father, not going from one frustration to another, but learning to be faithful to you, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your servant whom you used this day, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the anointing that you have poured out upon him, Lord. And we ask that more of it be poured out on him, Lord. Father, we ask that you bless him and his family, Lord Father, and continue to use them, Lord Father. Even as he brings words, your word unto us, Lord Father, I pray, Lord, that you will speak volumes to us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we share the grace, we have something to be really thankful for. And that is, we are going to thank God for the baby that he, baby boy, that's Pastor Lakin and Sister Comfort have been blessed with. Take a moment, just take a moment to thank God for being with sister during the time of delivery. For the beautiful baby that they have in their hands. Thank, let's just thank God and say thank you, Father, for taking care of every situation. At the right time, in God's appointed time, God took sister and the family right over to Canada. And in his appointed time, the child was born. We thank God. Father God, we just want to say thank you to you, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing that you have given Pastor Lakin and Sister Comfort, Lord Father. We thank you, Father, for keeping Sister Comfort in good health, Lord Father, for strengthening her at this time, Lord Father. We thank you, for the fa Father, for that baby boy, Lord Father. And Father God, we pray, Lord, that you will continue to be with them as a family, even as Pastor returns to Canada, Lord Father, to be with the family at this time of joy, 
I pray, Lord, that you will be with them as a family. Bless them mightily, Lord Father. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Church, let's move outside. Newcomers, uh, please come over to my left. Those of you who have come from December till now, please do meet with our leader, our newcomers, uh, coordinating leader. So please come back towards the side of the church or to the back of the church and you will meet him there.